Well, hello there. I'm so glad you're here for episode eight of season two of the Still Becoming podcast. Now, this is the fourth part of a mini series I'm offering based on a popular message I give to women at in-person events. It's called Walk In It, Shining the Light Along the Way. Now, if you haven't listened to parts one, two, and three, I strongly suggest you stop here. Just go back and listen to one, two, and three first because each episode builds one on top of the other and you'll understand when you listen to the first part. And before we begin, I do have a little housekeeping if you don't mind. Now, many of you already know that I am a Christian speaker and it is truly my first love. I've been speaking for a long time. And so I wanna let you know that I'm booking for fall 2023 and spring 2024. Right now, fall is getting full, but I still have some weekends open and I'm wide open for a year from now. So please consider inviting me to join your team in serving your women at your next event. You can find the link to contact me in the show notes. I have messages on a variety of topics and you can find those on my website as well. And finally, if the content of this podcast has been helpful to you, and I sure hope it has, would you consider offering a financial gift of support to cover some of the production costs that are involved in putting on an episode twice a month. I've set up an app called Buy Me a Coffee. And when you go there, you'll see you can give a gift as little as $5. That's why it's called Buy Me a Coffee. It's about the same price as a coffee at Starbucks. Or you can give more if you're so inclined. I so appreciate all of you. And your kind words of encouragement really mean so much to me and have kept me going. But if you're feeling like you'd like to take another step forward in support, follow the link to buy me a coffee in the show notes. I think that's it. Thanks for indulging me. Now let's get going on episode eight of season two of the Still Becoming podcast. Hi there, friends. Welcome to the Still Becoming podcast, a place where women like you and me find help to move from where you are to where you want to be. I'm your host, Laura Acuna. The Still Becoming podcast is where we gather to rethink our thinking about ourselves, our lives, and about our God. We will learn to reframe our shame and trade in limiting beliefs for the liberating truth from God's Word. And why the title Still Becoming? Because that's the Christian journey, isn't it? As we apply God's perfect Word to our lives for growth and change, we are always growing, always learning, and still becoming the women He created us to be. It's never perfect, and it's not too late. Do I need to say that again? It is never perfect, and it is not too late. I am so glad you're here for the journey, and I'm praying that God will speak directly to you through today's episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Psalm 119, verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Today's episode, episode eight, is the fourth part of Walk In It, Shining the Light Along the Way. We've talked about looking at ourselves. We've talked about loving people. And today we're going to talk about staying loyal to the Word of God. Now, the word loyal means devoted, constant, firm, steady, believing, and resolute. And for today's episode, I'm choosing the word resolute as my definition for loyal. Just sounds strong, doesn't it? That we need to be resolute, unwavering in our loyalty to the Word of God. 
I don't know about you, but I feel like this world is trying to pull me off that path, diminish my light, and make me feel like I've lost my mind. And the only thing that keeps me steady and strong is my commitment to the Word of God. Matt Chandler says this, If you're not confident in the authority of the Scriptures, you will be a slave to whatever sounds right. Let me read that again. If you are not confident in the authority of the scriptures, you will be a slave to whatever sounds right. We could take that word confident and say, if you are not resolute in the authority of the scriptures, we have to believe that the word of God is true. It's alive and active. It does not return void. And we have to live by it. We have to line up our thinking with the straight edge of God's word. I remember at the very beginning of my healing journey, I felt like the Lord asked me, do you believe me? I know you believe in me, but do you believe me? Do you believe what I say? Do you even know what I say? And honestly, up until that time, most of my knowledge of scripture was a few famous Bible verses that I'd learned from my pastor and Bible teachers. I had some knowledge, but not a global knowledge of God's word. And I believe, just like it happened to me, There comes a time for all of us when we must make a decision about whether or not not only do we believe in God, but that we believe his word. If we want to live out in the wide open spaces, if we want to walk confidently in the world today, we can no longer straddle the fence and take a lukewarm view of scripture. We can't. Now, I'm a huge fan of Bible studies and being an active member of a Bible preaching church. That's so important. We can't do this alone. Don't ever believe you can do this alone. So for years, my Bible was collecting dust in between Sundays and studies. As I told you, I was getting most of my scripture from my pastor on Sunday and from a women's Bible study I was attending. But I wasn't really in the word of God for myself. And I had excuses. Boy, did I have excuses. And busyness, of course, was at the top of the list. And a close second was the effort it would take to understand and comprehend it all. It was just overwhelming to me. I am a recovering perfectionist, and this is how it looks for me. If I can't do it all, if I can't read the whole Bible in a year following the calendar my church gives me every January, I'm not doing it at all. I kept waiting for the perfect quiet time, you know, in the cozy chair with the herbal tea and the candle going, and I had three kids at home. And then I was wondering, well, Maybe when I'm less busy, I'll have more time to study the Word of God for myself. But I'm here to tell you, on the other side of raising children, busy people stay busy. I will not be less busy. The demands of life do not slow down. They just become different. And now I'm way on the other side. I'm going to be 65 this year. And the truth is, I've had to let go of the perfectionism. And I had to come to terms with the fact that if I'm too busy to spend time in the Word of God by myself with Him, I'm too busy. Something's got to go. I cannot survive without time alone with him, with my Bible open, listening, praying, and reading the scriptures. And this isn't with legalism. This isn't a list of to-dos or shoulds, but it's that important, girls. It's that important. And the more you make it a priority and it becomes a habit, you'll crave it. I know when I need to step up my time with God because I start yearning for more. And I know many of you who are listening right now know what I'm talking about. And here's another thing. We live in a country where we have so much at our disposal, and yet we don't take advantage of it. We've been given so much freedom to know God and to make him known, and yet 
were too busy and preoccupied to exercise that freedom. In my home, at the time the Lord was challenging me to increase the time I spent with Him in His Word, I had no less than 10 Bibles in the house. You know, there's every kind of Bible for every kind of situation. There's one for everyone. And now, thanks to the internet and iPhones, we have Bible Gateway and the YouVersion Bible app, which advertises, quote, more than 100 versions in many different languages, all in the palm of your hand. It even has an easy-to-read version, and if you're really lazy, it'll read to you. It kind of takes the excuses away, doesn't it? Do you see where I'm going with this? Studies have shown, and we don't even really need studies to tell us this, that the vast majority of Christians in our country have a very, very sporadic time with God and in His Word. Their Bible literacy is very, very low. I was one of those people, even though I'd spent my entire life in a church. We live in the United States of America with all its problems. But can we just stop and think about the freedom that we have been given to worship God freely and openly? And I believe He expects us to exercise the freedom that He has so generously given. Luke 12, 48. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. What if, just what if, one day that freedom was gone? How tragic would that be that we did not take advantage of the freedom that we once had, hiding that word in our heart, getting to know God's character, allowing it to shape our thinking and our lives, and now it's gone. If you told me a few years ago that one day I'd be speaking and writing about disordered eating and negative body image, I wouldn't have believed you. Why would I want to voluntarily share the details of such a painful part of my life? And even if I did, who would want to hear it? In recent years, I've learned to never underestimate what God can do with a broken woman and her fractured story. The very source of my greatest pain has become one of the greatest joys of my life. I have the honor of telling my sisters about the redeeming and restoring grace of God and maybe to even shine a light, guiding them toward the healer. My book, Still Becoming, Hope, Help, and Healing for the Diet-Weary Soul, was released in December 2022. And I'm excited to tell you that lives are being changed all around our country and beyond. I'm so enjoying hearing back from so many of you about how you're meeting in small groups and going through the 31-day devotional together. It does my heart good to know that you really want peace and relief. Now you can find my book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or almost any online book retailer. You can also find it on my website. And did you know that the entire season one of the Still Becoming podcast was dedicated to my book? You can check out the content there. Best-selling author Liz Curtis Higgs has this to say about my book, Still Becoming. Still Becoming offers the freedom we've all been looking for. Steeped in scripture and wrapped in wisdom, each day's reading takes us one step closer to embracing a vital truth. Our loving God created us to be healthy and whole. Prepare to breathe a deep sigh of relief, sisters. Hope is here. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every 
good work. Now, we know that the culture is becoming more and more convinced that our faith is irrelevant. And so, obviously, it doesn't believe the Word of God has any meaning at all. And this is where, if we're not extremely careful, our feelings can take over and we can be led off the path. Questions like this may start running through our minds. Maybe I'm too narrow by believing what the Word says. Maybe I'm actually closed-minded. How am I going to love people but still stand for the Word of God? They might not like what it says. Maybe the Word of God doesn't really mean what it says. Now, that's quite a slippery slope. Of course, our generous and loving God understands we're human and we will have doubt. But we go to the scriptures and to prayer for those doubts, not the world. When we're spinning around, when we hear something that sounds like it's not from the Word of God, we're not quite sure, we must check in and ask ourselves, where is it written? That is a valuable question to keep in your toolbox. Where is it written? I think it's Lisa Turkhurst who has said this. We can't follow our feelings unless they follow the word of God. And Anne Graham Lotz, oh, she has, says the most amazing things. She says this, if you and I want to be able to detect counterfeit truth, we need to immerse ourselves in the real thing. We need to saturate ourselves in the truth of the word of God. Yes, yes, and yes. Second Timothy 4 verse 3, for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. I don't even know what to say about that other than that is playing out right in front of our eyes. So what happens if we distance ourselves from Scripture? Well, Romans 10, 17 tells us that faith comes from hearing the Word of God. And if we don't listen to the Word of God, it's natural. Our faith will weaken, and then we're in trouble. Listen clearly. We do not have to turn away from Scripture in order to love people well. We do not. And we don't have to apologize for or soften the message of God in order to love people. In fact, we can't. No one, no one in the history of this earth has loved people the way Jesus did. He always first spoke with love and grace and then with the truth. He always told the truth. He says to the Pharisees in Matthew twenty-two twenty-nine, your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. So incredibly true. Sister, do you know the scriptures? Do you know the power of God? I mentioned earlier that one of the ways I know that I need to step up my time in the Word of God is when I have a yearning for it. But there's another way too, and I've just experienced it recently, not the first time, but recently. And that's when I start feeling really anxious about my life, about the world, about the messaging I'm taking in. I'll start to feel anxious and my body will start to feel panicky. And that's an indicator to me that I need to open my Bible and I need to go to the Psalms and just start reading. And every single time, girls, he's met me there. He's met me there. And a nice walk takes care of that too. But nothing ever replaces going first to the Word of God. Here's one of the Psalms that I love so much. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right 
giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from a honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. Psalm 19, 7-11. That describes someone resolute in their faith and in the Word of God. And remember, even if the culture is changing, God and His Word never change. We must exercise the freedom that we've been given in this country to study the Word of God, and not just to know it, but to live it. It would be so tragic to lose that freedom one day and realize that we had all these years to study and gather freely together, applying God's Word to our lives for growth and change, and didn't use it. My sisters, we must, we must stay loyal to the Word. And now for soul fitness, strengthening your core, taking out your journal and your Bible, record what it feels like to you when the Holy Spirit is nudging you to open your Bible, to spend some time with God in prayer with your Bible on your lap and the scriptures in front of you. What does that feel like to you? I described that I feel a yearning to be in the Word of God more, and sometimes it's an anxiety. It's a feeling that I'm not centered and I need to go sit down and find my way again. What does it feel like for you? And then do it. Respond to that nudge. Respond to that anxiety. Respond to whatever it feels like for you. Go to God. Sit with His Word. Read and listen and pray. And then record in your journal what you discovered during that time. And now let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up the women who are listening to this podcast episode today, staying loyal to your word. And Lord, it does feel like the culture is yanking us here and there and everywhere, and sometimes we can lose our way. Father, help us to understand and to put into practice your word, your beautiful word, your gift to us to help us understand your character, to help us understand what you love, to help us understand what you hate, to help us understand how you feel about us, your creation. Lord, help us to stay loyal to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, that's it. Thanks again for stopping by. Now, don't forget to take a look at the show notes. There you will find quotes and scriptures included in each episode, along with all the important links. You might be listening to this episode in the car, but don't forget to go back and check them out. May God bless you and keep you until we meet again. I'll see you next time on the Still Becoming Podcast.